The COVID-19 pandemic has thrown the world into a spin. A lot of problems arose when people switched to working from home. So in this episode, we will talk about emotional intelligence. And it's me again, Ruby. Welcome back to our channel. You are listening to the Remote Workstation Podcast by Wow Asia. We connect professional remote candidates with globally distributed companies around the world. What you'll find in our podcast channel is everything about remote work. From useful information about telecommuting to tips for digital nomads and outlooks on remote job searching in general. Let's jump right into it. But before we start, I want to do a small survey with you. For that, please close your eyes. I will now pose a couple of questions to which I would love to have a very honest answer. The first question is, who of you consider yourself emotionally intelligent? And, who of you think that emotional skills can be improved? Well, you can now open your eyes again. And thank you also for being so very honest with me. Now I also want to be honest with you. Emotional intelligence is not necessarily my main strength. I never, even actively thought about the topic until five years ago, when I dropped out of a job, because of a burnout. It was then that my very emotional side was revealed. And while I rarely cried before, especially not in front of people, I just couldn't stop the tears from streaming down my face. At the most inconvenient of times anymore, several times a week. And that made it very clear to me that I need to work on this issue. So, okay, back on our topic today, what is emotional intelligence? Well, emotional intelligence is sometimes called EQ for short. It's essentially the ability to identify and manage both your emotions and the emotions of the people that you interact with. It encompasses several skills, including interpersonal and communication skills. So, if you comprehend your own emotions, understand the emotions of others, and act appropriately in social settings, you may have a high level of emotional intelligence. Also, why is EQ still important? Even when we work from home, it may seem like EI is less important, at a time when in-person interactions have fallen off drastically. But the opposite is true. Many employees now feel alienated from their colleagues. According to a recent Slack survey, almost half of newly remote workers report that their sense of belonging suffers at home. Meanwhile, another recent survey found that half employees feel less connected to their colleagues than they did before COVID-19. 45% say their productivity has decreased. Besides, many others experience burnout and lack of work-life balance when working remotely, which can be better if they work on their EQ. I'll discuss the four fundamentals of emotional intelligence and how to improve yours especially when working from home or with a remote team. Let's jump into the four fundamentals of emotional intelligence. Number one, self-awareness. Self-awareness is the ability to identify your emotions and emotional triggers. Being aware of your feelings helps you understand how others might perceive your emotions and understand how you are viewed by your coworkers, clients, or managers. To improve self-awareness, start by trying to gain a better understanding of how your emotions affect your thoughts and your actions. Determining what brings you joy, sadness, anger, and fear is the first step towards understanding these emotions and not letting them affect your judgment. Start by observing your emotions. 
whenever you have a strong emotion like fear, joy, or frustration, take some time to explore it and look for what's driving this feeling for you. Get in the habit of reflecting on your actions and emotions every day, or at least every other day. Writing in a diary or journal daily is a great way to self-reflect. Sometimes it could be hard to see what is driving our emotions. But when you write it all down in a journal, you'll be more likely to find trends in what's triggering your positive and negative feelings. And, this leads us to our second fundamental of emotional intelligence, self-regulation. Having emotions and feeling things deeply is a good thing. It's part of being human. Self-regulation is the ability to adjust your emotions to create a desired effect. And the ability to do this will positively impact your relationships, because your feelings can sometimes have a strong and undesired effect on other people. For example, if you're feeling stressed at work, and a coworker asks you many questions, you might quickly answer and might even have an unfriendly tone. In this situation, you likely aren't frustrated with the coworker, but it could come across that way. Self-regulation is about training your mind to be more positive. And when we talk about self-regulation, we often use terms like manage and control. And I know, these are strong words, but they are inherently negative when we're talking about emotions. It's actually very self-empowering to understand how you're feeling and take steps to adjust your feelings to remain in control of them and stay professional. So, here are three strategies that will help you improve your self-regulation. Rewarding yourself for a job well done, practicing meditation, and holding yourself accountable when necessary. Rewards can be equal to how big or small your achievement is, like taking a brief break after spending a long time working on a task, or treating yourself to a nice dinner after you've completed an important project. With this strategy, you can build a positive self-image over time, which can help to develop a more positive attitude in general, and this improves your ability to self-regulate. Because instead of becoming overwhelmed by a larger task at hand, you're able to break up your work into smaller pieces and celebrate the milestones. Meditation can help too. It allows you to quietly reflect and gain more control over your thoughts. Making an effort to practice any amount of meditation, even a daily five-minute session, can have a positive impact on your self-regulation abilities. Schedule time each day to sit in a quiet space, clear your mind, and focus on your breathing. Moving on to the next fundamental of EQ, social awareness. You might remember from earlier that I mentioned that self-awareness is the ability to recognize your own emotions. Well, social awareness is understanding the emotional needs of the people around you, and then customizing your message to meet others w. Here they are in order to connect, inspire, and influence behavior. You can start to improve your social awareness by paying close attention to the subtle actions and reactions of those around you. Over time, you can improve your ability to perceive and understand other people's emotional responses, which will enable you to better empathize with their feelings. It can help to try to understand why someone feels the way they do. If someone comes to you upset about a problem, acknowledge their feelings and find ways to understand their reasons for feeling the way that they do. All right, moving on to the last fundamental of emotional intelligence, relationship management. Creating healthy, amicable, and productive relationships with others is usually based on your ability to clearly communicate your thoughts, influence others with your words and actions, and successfully work within a team. Strengthening your relationship management skills can begin by improving your active listening. Active listening is the ability to focus completely on a speaker 
understand their message, comprehend the information, and respond thoughtfully. Your ability to truly hear what a person is saying and respond thoughtfully can help others to perceive you as someone who cares and is also a team player. I hope that you find these tips helpful, and if so, share with your friends this podcast so that your team will work better together. Also follow us on our Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. Thank you for listening, and see you on the next episode of the Remote Workstation.